Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. And Sweet Tea. We are live from the Brighton Pavilion today thanks to Audio Mango and we've got some great stories for you guys. We're going to be talking about what this woman is asking of her guests to her husband's birthday party. It's ridiculous what she's asking. We're going to be talking about what we've got to do to get the pubs back on their feet after Corona. We've got some juicy court case stories and we're going to be telling you why you need to stop masturbating. All of oh my God, okay. It's coming straight after this. <laughs> I did not expect T, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Been here all day. So you've asked me about five times. <laughs> no, you've not. This has been over a number of weeks. Oh, yeah, we've sorry. We've been on tour yeah. throughout the Brighton area mm-hmm. to loads of different locations. Yeah. We're here at the Brighton Pavilion today. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time. Talked to some lovely people. And um, we're just sharing <laughs> our podcast with the world. Yeah. Yeah. So um, are you looking forward to the stories? I've got I'm looking forward today? to the stories. I didn't expect the titles yeah yeah one of them the masturbating one is wild okay so wild it's so funny but we can kick it off how have you enjoyed brighton so far brighton's lovely yeah. i love it such a nice little city what's your favorite was it as a town is it a i town? think it's a city i think it's a city mm. yeah what is your favorite thing about brighton um i don't know sorry Fantastic. maybe all the independent uh, restaurants. Good. I was going to say, you're on a podcast, you couldn't have an answer. <sighs> I'm not very good at having answers right. on the spot. I the apologize. independent restaurants are pretty good. My favourite thing is Pride, I think. Pride's great. Yeah, you've mentioned it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I'm sorry you can't <laughs> go with me this year. But we're going to have a de- debate. Okay. I mean, I don't know how much of a debate it will be because I think you will agree with me. But I teased it at the intro. Mm-hmm. A woman sparks a debate with plan to charge guests to attend her husband's birthday party. Why? I don't know. Because she really wants everyone there, I guess. A woman has asked Mumsnet users if it's reasonable for her to charge guests to come to her husband's birthday party as she's otherwise unable to pay for the event. Why don't she just have a barbecue in a garden then? Yeah. Like, I want to know what it is. So annoying. What did she say? Uh, we, I'm going to find out. Uh, once you add up the cost of the cake, the decorations, presents and more, you're left with quite the bill. I'm sorry, but cake and decorations don't sound that... It depends what cake and decorations you're getting, obviously. 
One woman who revealed she's considering asking her guests to pay to attend a birthday party she's hosting for her husband has divided opinions. I don't see how it's divided opinions. <laughs> I surely, I would unanimously be that it's a birthday party. What yeah. You In an anonymous post on Mum's Net, the woman explained that her husband is approaching a special birthday. He's asked me to plan something as a surprise. I have some ideas for activities, but the cost is roughly, okay, how much are you guessing oh, gosh. that she wants to charge per person? Per person? Okay, how many people are coming? Do we know? Nope. Great. Um, <laughs> let's say, is it expensive, would you say? I'm going to try not to react. I'm gonna just going to try you to guess, and then we're going to see what you think. £23. Okay, close. Um, £35 per person. Fucking hell. She won't, so, yeah. Um, so she's wondering whether it's feasible to ask everyone to pay roughly £35 each to be a part of the big day. Is it okay to invite people and tell them they have to pay for themselves? Or no. Should I pay for everyone? I want to invite 10 people. So, I mean, that's not even... Well, it's 350 quid. Yeah, but still. Users in the comments... What, wait, what are they doing again, sorry? Um, she said that they are... Um... Oh, she hasn't said. Oh. She hasn't said yet. I'm hoping we'll get to Wait, that. so if they're going out for the day, then I think that's fair enough I've... to pay for yourself. Yeah, I think so. If it's round their house. But if it's round their house and she's just having like, like a a party in the garden and yeah. wanting to pay for a cake, then... One person said, I think it's fine. Just make sure you tell people so they can fudge it. Generally, as someone else said, generally speaking, I think it's better to do what you can afford then ask people to pay. But only knew your friend. Only you know your friends. Um... Someone said, if it's a party and you want them to cover food and drink, that's a bit off. However, if I received a text from a friend saying it's blah blah's birthday, I thought we could all go paintballing, it'll be £35 each, I wouldn't think twice about that. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that. Exactly, guy, yeah. 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 That's so... Hmm. Oh, she said... Oh, okay. The original poster revealed that she was planning to book an activity... Uh, she was planning to book an activity for his big day. I should have been clear in my title. It is an activity. I'm not thinking of charging entry to my house for a party. Oh, okay. That's fine then. then yeah, then that's, that's fine. fine. If it's an activity. Like that's, yeah. Bloody Daily Mirror oh with my their God. headlines. That's yeah. absolutely fine. If someone invited me to a house party at theirs. Oh, the like, entry fee is £35. Yeah. No one's going to show up. No, I'd chuck a Foster's at their face. No, Then you're you. losing more money. Not much. <laughs> We've sorted that out. That's our verdict. It's completely fine. Yeah. What are your favourite... I don't want to ask you your favourite baby names. Don't want to give them away. But there's a couple that's named their son after the devil. Well, like Satan. They've named it Lucifer. Lucifer oh, is another I name see. for the devil. Like that TV show on Netflix. Despite objections from the registrar over so satanic connotations so um, a couple has claimed that they were told their four month son would not succeed in life after they tried to officially register his name as Lucifer the thing is I don't immediately think I know that it is a name for the devil but I, I don't immediately think devil child when someone says Lucifer if someone called mm. their child Satan I would be a bit more like yeah yeah. I think it's, it's... I do get what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's strange. Yeah. But I don't... I mean, to be honest, I would prefer not to have even the hassle. So I would just name them something else. Exactly. Um, 
We were really excited to go and get him registered, but the woman looked at us in utter disgust. I'm not bloody surprised. I tried to explain that we are not religious people and Lucifer in Greek means light bringer. Okay. And mourning. That's the thing. Like different places, uh, different countries have different meanings for words. So. Yeah. But she wouldn't listen. He added, she even told us that it was illegal to name a child that in New Zealand. Oh, so it would be like, it's illegal to name a child that in New Zealand. That's what it sounds like, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, I did it. <laughs> Kiwi. And that maybe we could name him something else, but refer to him as Lucifer at home. My We're going to name him Brent, but at home he's Lucifer. That's so random. It's very strange, isn't it? Why do you just don't even bother calling him Lucifer yeah. at that point? The UK does not have laws banning specific names, but those which contain obscenities or numerals can be rejected by a registrar. So if you said, like, this is our child, could you please register him down as fuckface? Oh. They will be like... No, nah, we can't accept that. But it's not technically illegal. They can, you can get your name registered like that in the UK. But the person doing it can be can, like, I don't, I don't want, want to do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So, find me someone that would. Yeah, New Zealand has tougher restrictions on naming children. Um, had Lucifer on the list. Lucifer was on the list of banned names in 2013, along with Christ and King, Prince, and Princess. You can't call your child King, Prince, or Princess. I know someone called Princess, though. Yeah, in the UK. In New Zealand. Oh, sorry. New Zealand. You know someone with the first name Princess? No, no not personally, but I know Peter Andre's named his kid Princess. That's weird to me. That's very <sighs> strange. It's like when uh, Coldplay named their child Apple. Yeah. That's really weird as well. And, no, they, no, it was uh, Beyonce that called her kid Apple, wasn't it? I thought it was Coldplay. Mm. Coldplay and Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know. But apparently, a kid. There's a kid called Blue. Um, oh, have you, sorry. Can we talk about Bear Grylls's kids? What are they called? Oh my god! One of them's called Huckleberry. Yeah, but that and is Marmaduke. Okay, Marmaduke. Marmaduke's the name of a dog. Yeah. So that one's why is he calling this kid it then? And Huckleberry is like Huckleberry Finn. That is a name. That's a stupid but name. But it's a Southern American name, and it's very rare. So it's interesting. But his name's also that. Bear. His name is Bear, yeah. And there's someone called Tiger. Who's Tiger Jew Honey. He's an actor. Tiger Jew Honey. That's his name. That's really weird. Yeah. And also Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yeah. Tiger Woods. I think he's the more famous one. I've not heard of Tiger Jew Honey. Well, there you go. Are they on TikTok? Maybe. I don't know. That's so random. But still, what would you like to call your son? If you couldn't choose Lucifer. What would I call it if I couldn't have Lucifer? Yeah. Lucas, probably. That's the closest to it. That's not bad. That's quite good. I've <laughs> thinking that. Lucas, yeah. That's what they should have suggested. Yeah. Why would they go, oh, Brent. Oh, wait, did they say Brent? Or are you saying Brent? I was saying Brent. Oh, right. Okay. Makes more sense. <laughs> so, you know, um, we covered it on the podcast back in season one. Right. You know, there was that boat ship that got stuck in the canal. Oh, yeah. I think in Egypt, slowed everything down. Yeah. Well, there's now a garden gnome shortage in the UK after that canal incident. Right, didn't know that they were on high supply. Neither did I. High needs or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, lots of goods were held up when a cargo ship became stuck in the Suez Canal, causing shortages in many places around the world. In the UK, garden gnomes are in high demand. Are they? Uh, apparently. But since when? <laughs> ah, he's saying 
Garden Gnome Sales, the guy who wrote this article, boomed in the UK during the pandemic. I mean, our guest from a couple of weeks ago, Bruce, he got into gardening during the pandemic. True, but I don't think he brought any gnomes. Head. He did not, no. Every, I don't know anyone who's got a garden gnome. I don't know anyone. You see them on TV all the time. But yeah. I don't know anyone. They're really, they're a very random thing to mm. want to have in your garden, I think. Everyone turned into a gardener, or at least wanted some company while they were stuck at home. Now there's a mass shortage of garden gnomes, <laughs> plastic, stone, and concrete, making for some lonely British gardens. What? Yeah. So that's a quick one for you. That's very sad. Uh, I know. I've got so many stories today. Have I've you? got so many interesting ones. It's now suddenly raining in Brighton. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. It's sunny in here. We're having a great time. <laughs> sunny in here with all these bloody lights. Yeah. Do you want to hear about this feminist cafe? Feminists annoy me. Okay. So this is a topic that I would happily go off about for okay. a while. Go on then. So there was a feminist cafe that charged 18% more to men and now they've closed due to lack of customers. Ah! Low. So basically, are you surprised? Yeah. So basically, they were the whole men get paid more, so we're gonna oh, charge them more sake. for coffee. And so they, the cafe was called Handsome Her, and it lasted two years, and it was aimed especially at feminists, lesbians, and vegans. There was the oh, three. Okay. There was the three target right. audiences there. And its opening sparked controversy in Australia by charging 80% more to male clients, citing, citing the wage gap myth, a thesis formulated by leftist feminism that on the basis of a statistical manipulation, it affirms that women charge less than men for doing the same jobs. So not only are they charging 80% more, it's also gonna men are going to have that awkward thing of walking into a feminist bar and yeah. going, oh, I want a coffee. Be like, oh, okay, she's paid two quid, 25 quid, please. Yeah. That's basically it. I mean, I'm happy to talk about this on the show because sometimes we cover controversial things and I'm welcome for you to disagree with me. But there is a um, there is a pay gap, but there is not a wage gap. There's two different things, right? And it's not as it's not as bad as the feminists make it out. Basically, when they calculate whoever does the statistics and stuff like that, I'm not the most scientific man in the world. Statistician. Statistician. That's what they're called, the ones that do statistics. Um, when they do like earnings, when they calculate earnings of women and men over a certain amount of year, they are taking into account things like maternity leave, things like um, men would take jobs that have more hours or pay more overtime. Men as a gender are more likely to work overtime than women. Women statistically don't like working overtime. Mm -hmm. So those things would mean that men over time would earn more of a wage because of those things. Like right. Being off maternity leave. There's not many jobs. There are still some out there and there are still some countries where they will do this. But there aren't many jobs where you will literally, there'll be an hourly wage and a woman will get a certain hourly wage and a man yeah, will get another. Yeah, I've worked that's four or five not... jobs and that's never happened. Exactly. The only, the one which I do think needs addressing, which no one seems to talk or care about, is depending on your age, you'll get paid more. Yeah. You and me have a bit of an age gap. You, There's been times when you and me have worked the exact same job and you have been paid significantly less, less. Oh, than I have. And I've worked there longer and so I would know a little bit more than you, yep. but you're getting paid more. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I and said that from when I started working uh -huh, there. 100%, and you always stuck by that. And there's the thing that annoys me the most is I'm getting paid um, 
a like a, a kid's wage or teenager's yeah. wage. But then I'm expected to pay an adult's price for activities or train mm-hmm. fares or bus fares. And it's like that that price of that ticket isn't even an hour's work for me. I, it yeah. doesn't, it's not equal. It doesn't make sense. Even when I was working at the job, well, the cinema where we were working at, even when I was working there, a train ticket for me to get to the cinema was about around as much as I was getting an hour. Yeah. So imagine if you had to get the train oh, to yeah. work. That would be more than an hour's work for you. Two hours work just to get to work. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, there are there are jobs and professions such as presenter on TV or yeah. actor and actress where the wage will vary depending on whether you're male or female. But a lot of the time, that is um, depending on how popular, how popular the actress yeah. is and stuff like that. For the one of the biggest cases recently for this, an example which I can give to everyone is there is a Disney movie coming out soon called Jungle Cruise, based on the road of Disneyland. Yeah. It's got the Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt, right, and Jack Whitehall, right. Emily Blunt is not getting paid as much as the Rock, right. And there was a huge sort of debate about that, but she should be getting exactly the same amount of money. Right. Well, Emily Blunt is an A-list actress. She is great. She's in loads of films. She's getting a crap ton of money. So don't, you know, it's not like she's getting a couple grand. She's getting a few million to be in yeah. this. The Rock's getting a little bit more because he's The Rock. He's like the yeah. star at the moment. I mean, you said Emily Blunt. I couldn't even image her in my brain. You said yeah. The Rock. I know who he is. Yeah. And no, during this debate, when they're talking about Emily Blunt and The Rock's wages, no one takes into account Jack Whitehall's the third lead in that. He is probably getting significantly less than Emily Blunt yeah. is because he's a UK comedian that's not been in many yeah. films at all. And he's a man. Yeah. So it's it's in those things, it's the same with sports. Like women footballers get paid less than men, but so many more people watch men play football. Yeah. So they get more sponsors. So the advertisers... Yeah. And that's how it works. There yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that there, does make sense. There is a gap in wages. There is, but it's not because of people deliberately yeah, like, paying changing the hourly rate. Gender less. If women had a less hourly rate than men, everyone would just hire women. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think, for example, I think more people should, I mean, I'm not that interested in sports, but I think more people should watch like women's football and stuff yeah. like that. I think they should. My know, sister is like, plays, um, you know, um, what's it called? Le- in the league. Mm. That's the one. She plays in the league football. And it's like, I, t- to be honest, I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about sports. So I don't know what attracts people to what sports and what gender playing sports. But when the Olympics is on, people watch men and women yeah, at equal time. times mm-hmm. doing everything. So I don't know why. I don't know. It's all bizarre to me, James. Yes. But anyway, this cafe was closed because yeah. we tried to oh, yeah. charge them Back anymore. To the actual <laughs> story. Yeah. And, um, they had, a, on TripAdvisor, they had a majority of very negative comments. Not surprised. Um, and some users criticised the lack of hygiene of the locals and the staff there. Lovely. It seems like the management trawled homeless ghettos for their staff and then did not pay them enough to afford soap or razors. Was a review? <laughs> uh, but okay. the most striking are the complaints of disdain for male customers so like rudeness yeah I, I knew that was going to be the case they spent half an hour trying to get a waitress to come over and when they finally showed up they told me I'd have to wait because I was a cisgendered white man fantastic and they were what? women yep and they, do you know what cisgendered means straight right uh, cisgendered is uh, 
if you're you're cis, if you are the gender you were assigned at birth. Oh. So you would be a cisgender woman, I'd be a cisgender man. Oh, right. So, but if he was Default a man... Settings. So you're telling me if he was a man that was a woman, he would have been sailed quicker? Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Apparently, the waitress said, according to the waitress, I'd have to wait until all women in the shop were served before they'd take my order, even those who came in after me. The okay, thing is, he would just, just never... Just get up get... and leave, then. I left at that moment and will never return. Well, I think it's shut now, isn't it? Another... Well, yeah, now yeah, you, you will never be able to return. Yeah. Another user complained um, in November of the cafe policy, extreme toxic femininity, and literally attempting to make men feel bad. Yeah. What? Yeah. Apparently, that's literally what they're doing. Apparently it was intended to confront and dismantle the patriarchy. Oh, that's definitely going to work. Clearly, because they, they shut. Oh, they... Um, when they were... Um, closed they did a sort of goodbye note when we opened Handsome Her in 2017 2018 we expected that perhaps we might make a stir through our brazen public discussions of structural inequality and oppression the man tax blew up the internet an idea that we didn't think was all too radical yet the way the world responded showed us how fragile masculinity is and solidified the necessity for us to confront and dismantle patriarchy if masculinity is so fragile, then why does it need dismantling? <laughs> I don't know. In his farewell note, they also attacked homosexual men. But their anger is not only with the patriarchy, but they also considered victims of homosexual men. Lesbians are being erased from queer culture, whereas gay male culture lives on strong and unscathed. Right. I don't want to listen to them anymore. They sound like very angry, bitter people. <laughs> Close that tab down. I, I have, yeah, I've closed that one. What else did we uh, tease? We teased the, oh, the one that you wanted to know, the Stop Masturbating website. Yeah, what is that all about? So I stumbled across a website, I believe run by Christians, but I don't know. Could be by anyone. And it's called stopmasturbatingnow.org. Okay. And it is a website dedicated for stopping the sin of masturbation. Lovely. Okay. Top blog post. Let me guess, this is like a religious group of people now. I think so. I'll see if there's an about page. Um, contact us. Because you said a sin, so. Oh, yeah. There's contact us. Um, where? Oh, they've not provided their contact. Ah, uh, they've got most popular articles. For some reason, their contact us page is blank. I guess maybe they've got a lot of negative reviews. <laughs> Should people who masturbate be allowed to vote? Is a top article in their thing. Oh, Should we okay. find out? Well, they're going to say obviously not, aren't they? Otherwise, why would you write an article about it? They've got a picture of a sticker that says, I masturbated in the voting booth. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think God. people will wear that sticker to the... Oh, Yeah. What a country. As God appointed Americans, we live in a Christian land founded on Christian morals by non-masturbating Christian heroes. One of the great tenets of this fantastic nation in which we reside is the concept of a free democracy. Unfortunately, for now at least, this right also extends to masturbators. Considering how immoral, lazy, incompetent and selfish masturbators are and considering how important the voting process is, it begs the question, should people who rape themselves be allowed to vote? Rape themselves? Yeah, I, I read up on this. They cast masturbation as self-rape. Even though you're consenting to your what? right... You're consenting to your hand to do it. Oh my God, the world is just going mental. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? 
I got so angry, I threw myself at the mic. Yeah. <laughs> when masturbators aren't working, the few that actually have jobs, they are spending... <gasps> <laughs> oh, why so passive-aggressive? They are spending their free time violating themselves, content to pay attention oh only God. to the newest... <laughs> it's literally no one else's business, literally. <laughs> this is so funny. Content to only pay attention to the newest masturbation technology or pornographic video, completely ignoring current events or world news. How can someone as ignorant as that be allowed to make decisions that affect the rest of us? It's quite convincing. Are they like making out that that people masturbate literally 23 hours a day? That does seem to be it, yeah. Yeah. They're not focusing on anything else. This paragraph is so funny. I know what some of you are thinking. Masturbators are far too lazy to leave their masturbatoriums to actually get out and vote. They can't hurt us. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Unfortunately, this is not true. The sad fact is that masturbators get a thrill out of engaging in their filthy little habit behind the curtains of the voting booths. After they finish, they'll simply place (laughs) votes at random. How else would you explain the success of Barack Obama? Shut the fuck up. So they've blamed Barack Obama get becoming president on people going into the booth, masturbating, then placing a random vote. What? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> and what even is this website? Oh, it's the I wonder who writes these. That's so funny. I know. What else was on the most popular <laughs> ones? 
Um, so we got, oh my god! Um, Seventeen-year-old girl struck by lightning while masturbating. What? Um, sh- Shit! Is that a thing? No. How to spot a masturbator? This has got to be a good one. Uh, we can find out how to spot one. Spot one in the wild. <laughs> See when you're walking down the street. Ah, that one's, ah, that one's yeah. <laughs> Most people wash their hands as a way to stay clean and prevent the spread of harmful germs. When using the restroom, a normal person will wash their hands upon entering the restroom. So it's not to spread bacteria and then really blah, blah, blah. This is why non-masturbators do not give themselves STDs. On the other hand, masturbators will relieve themselves first with soiled hands, then wash their hands afterwards. Okay, so they're saying that normal people go into a public bathroom, wash their hands, go to toilet, wash their hands afterwards. They're saying that masturbators go into the toilet, don't wash their hands before, only wash their hands afterwards, and that's how you spot a masturbator. That's literally everyone I know. It's everyone on the planet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, their lack of hygiene oftentimes results in the spread of STDs, such as, oh, this is fantastic. Listen to their list of STDs. Okay, I'm going to repeat this sentence. Unfortunately, their lack of hygiene oftentimes results in the spread of STDs, such as the clap, Herpes, AIDS, and the gay. <laughs> so they're saying if you masturbate, you're more likely to be gay? Uh, yeah, apparently the gay is an STD, according to these Christians. Oh, God. Yeah. That's not good. No, that's not. So that's how you spot a masturbator if they don't wash their hands before going to the toilet. So remember to do that. Interesting. Um, the environmental impact of masturbation. How to report a masturbator to the authorities. <laughs> Should we see how we report it? This is the greatest website. <laughs> the act of masturbation is illegal in all 50 states. That's not true. I mean, publicly, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, public masturbation, of course. Where it's classed as a lewd and lascivious act. Oh, yeah, public masturbation, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, <clears throat> police departments are actively seeking out masturbators as they present a danger to society and the fines associated with this crime generate a lot of revenue for them. <clears throat> you may ask yourself, why don't I hear more about masturbators being arrested? Uh, do you find yourself asking I, yourself every that? Every night. Every night, yeah. <laughs> the answer is simple. Lack of evidence. <laughs> the police need proof that someone is a masturbator before they can arrest them. <laughs> yeah. Typically, masturbators do their sinful oh. act in private because of the enormous amount of shame that they feel, which makes it tough for the masturbator to get caught. So they're basically saying that you can't catch masturbators because they're all doing it in their house. Oh, wow. <laughs> What's the issue? Is this like this feels like some jokey website. Yeah, it, I, got, I, I can't tell. Well, I'm really intrigued. What's this 17-year-old girl that was masturbating and got struck by lightning? Okay, okay. That's the big headline, is it, for you? Well, yeah. Was she doing it outside then? I would assume that she was, or it came through a window. Jesus. There's nothing more disgusting than the thought of a teenage girl touching herself. So it says here, well, nature agrees too. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer Connery of Hoagland, Nebraska, was struck by lightning this past Tuesday while masturbating outside behind a tree. We don't let our kids masturbate in the home for this very reason, so I guess she had to sneak outside. Embarrassed father Winston Connery was quoted as saying when contacting. 
According to medical experts, the moisture between her genitals and her fingertips served as a conductor and caused a lot of damage to nerve endings. There is a good chance she will not regain feeling in either. She's lucky to have only been using two fingers at the time. It could have been much worse. Right now, I think she's just embarrassed that she had to learn a lesson the hard way. Masturbation is a most deadly sin and children need to protect it from the temptation. I think a lot of that is a load of Christian bollocks. Oh, but, um, if that's fucking true. <laughs> oh, my God. I think she was struck by lightning. But I mean, she may well have been struck by lightning while she was masturbating outside. But I do not think the whole thing about the fluids in the vagina acting as a conductor or Lost a any feeling way of ever. Like, mm. True. No. Bloody hell. So, I mean. Could you imagine that? How would you explain that to someone that you got stopped by lightning whilst you were masturbating behind a tree in your garden? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, do you know, um, moving on from <laughs> masturbation, we'll get on to Courtney James in a minute. But you know the whole like Black Lives Matter and stuff that was last year? Yeah. You know, all of the police are wrongfully yeah, yeah, yeah. listening black people and stuff. It's not very good. Well, there's a Los Angeles man who's disguised himself as a white guy to commit over 30 burglaries. Oh my god! That's he put awful. a mask on of a white man because he thought that he would get away with it. What about his hands, though? I assume he put gloved on. Uh, Gloves gloved on. on oh, yeah. He used a lifelike mask with fake hair to disguise himself as a white guy while committing a series of home burglaries. There's a picture of the mask there. I don't know if you can see it. It's flat on the surface. I'll zoom in. I can't see it. There. Can you see that? Oh my god! Yeah, that's what he wore. That's quite creepy. Yeah. And um, he stole flat screen televisions. Oh, this is the actual guy. Completely different than in the thing. But to be honest, smart. They aren't arresting <laughs> right people at the moment. So, you know. Well, he's gotten arrested. Well, now. Uh, oh, yeah. After he committed 30, though. Yeah. But there you go. That's Me- awful. I know. And with that, we're going to get to courting with James. So cue the jingle. Here we go. I got some. Okay, here's one that I was was chat about. Mm-hmm. Okay, my wife can't separate kink from everyday life, and it's getting embarrassing. Kink, kink, so right. kinky stuff. I love my wife. This is not a divorce-worthy issue. It's just very embarrassing. Well, that's a good start. Okay, not, it's not going to be lawyer involved. Without going into specific terminology or detail, I. So this is the man. Mm-hmm. Dress as her doting wife, and she acts as a degrading husband to me. If you're going to comment to make fun of me for this, please don't. I get that it's a bit weird, but that's our fun kink. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. Role reversal is very popular. Yep. So, no worries. Role play, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. We used to just do this sometimes, but quarantine has let us kind of do full days of it. Anyway, the issue. Sometimes she will passingly call me an offensive or feminine term outside of this play or insult my masculinity in some way. I tell her she can't do that during a normal day and she apologizes, but she inevitably ends up doing it again. She says it just slips out and I can forgive that, but when she calls me princess in front of my mum, I just want to die. (gasps) It would have been worse if it was a serious insult or something, but that that very well could have happened too. He says, this has honestly stopped me from enjoying it. I miss vanilla sex now. I told her I don't want to do it anymore, which she's disappointed about, but respected. But she still messes up. Is there any way I can drill it into her head that was 
that it's in the bedroom and I'm very much a guy who doesn't want to be called those things in a regular setting. Just ten, telling her does not work. There's a part of me that worries she permanently lost respect for me and may not see me as a man anymore. What should I do? Oh, that's so sad. Well, the thing is, right, he's absolutely right. You should, you know, keep your kink and your fun stuff in the bedroom, the bedroom and, and outside. Actually have a relationship. Yeah, because I know that there's stuff that we say in the bedroom that we never would say outside of the bedroom. And, you know, that's fine. That's how it works. <laughs> you know, you're just imagining and having a good time, aren't you? Yeah, that's completely out there. <laughs> I thought that was very vague. That was very vague. So, I'll there you go. We, you know, people can just imagine. Right? <laughs> so... I think it is perf perfectly reasonable. I think it is very easy that you can separate the both. Yeah. I think. Because once you're, you know, in the bedroom mindset, your mind is, you know... She's obviously thinking this is something more than it is. Yeah. Or maybe she's just... Yeah, she's trying to take it even further, possibly. Yeah. But I think... I think he's in the right. I think oh, he absolutely. should be upset. And I think it's sad... I don't have any advice, though, on, like, how to get her to drill it into her brain. Like... No. There's something you can really do except from saying no. I think I've got some advice, but I did just want to say that one, I think it's sad that it's gotten to the point that he's no longer enjoying his yeah. kids because she's, she's been doing it so much yeah. out in the public. But the only advice that I would give to him is he should say to her that they're not doing it ever at all until she respects, respects it. when it's playtime and when it's not. Yeah. Is why I would just cut her off from the source. And then she'll be all right. There has been an update. Oh, okay. Got an update to the story. Um, They're quite rare, was, those. We're quite lucky. Yeah. Um, so he said, um, I sat my wife down and we had a talk about the situation. Although a lot of the do it back suggestions are funny, I didn't think that would help much. Oh, so people suggested that you just do it back and insult her back. Oh, I was literally going to suggest that, but yeah. I was just like, probably not helpful. Be like, oh my so God, that's you why look... I didn't say it. That's so funny. So be like, oh my God, you look so manly, <laughs> yeah. wife. <laughs> I was like, mm, but no. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, that... <laughs> so instead of focusing on the slip-ups, I told her the results. She was making it impossible for me as her husband to be vulnerable with her at all. I love her, but she was making me uncomfortable to even be around her. Oh, I've lost the post. To even be around her because I didn't know she was going to do it again. It was more mm. than just sex. As I expected, she started crying, Oh, but she dropped <sighs> a bomb on me. She's pregnant. Oh. For fuck's sake. This is a bit of a curveball, isn't it? It is I've a always, bit. I've always wanted kids. So this is a very, very happy accident for me. This put everything... Stop rem getting rid of the post. This put everything in perspective for me, especially why the shift is so sudden. I still want to know what her reason is, even though she's pregnant. I want to know what the reason is for taking it outside oh, of her. Oh, pregnant. So you're my wife. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. She said she's afraid of being locked into a mother role and losing the rest of her. She's afraid of getting ugly and me leaving her. I told her I would never leave her and I would never view her as only a mother or even think of her as ugly. So in her mind, is she, is she like, I'm afraid of being locked into the mother role, so I'm going to treat him more of a woman outside Maybe. of the bedroom. Possibly, I think. She, she associated pregnancy with someone violating her and her body because of her own past trauma. Fair enough. Um, I'm posting this update because you guys really genuinely helped. I'm going to be a dad. I can barely believe it. Can't even describe how I feel. Oh. Here's to hoping my kid doesn't find these posts one day. Lol. Oh. Any first-time parenting <laughs> tips? 
Yeah. Okay, well, I guess it's kind of a happy up, um, update. Nice happy ending there. Yeah. So that's not too bad. Ha- happy ending. Well, yeah. And it seems like, well, hopefully they can carry on exploring their fun bedroom things that they like to enjoy. Hopefully. Here's another one for you. Go on. We'll do this other long one. This will be our final story. Oh, final story. Of the episode. Am I the asshole for firing my bridesmaid? Depends what the reasoning was. How awful was this bridesmaid? So, I, female, 28, have a main friendship group with three other girls and we've all been friends since school. Lovely. Very similar to me. I was about to say, that's like your friendship group. One of the girls, let's call her Rachel. Rachel. Is the only single one. And I'd say I'm the least close with her. My fiancé proposed to me last year and I invited all three girls to be bridesmaids. I created a bridesmaid WhatsApp group and we have been discussing ideas and plans for the wedding and Hendo. Rachel was being unhelpful from the start. She would reply to messages really late, never offer opinions, and would always say she's working and using being an A&E nurse during the pandemic as an excuse. But I know for a fact that she is often on WhatsApp during her shift. So it's not like she couldn't message me back. It's so funny though. I've tried very hard not to be a bridezilla and the only extra thing I've requested is that she cut her hair an inch. Just one inch, but she refuses to do it because she's a Sikh. Okay, why the fuck are you telling someone to cut their hair an inch? Yeah, that is a bit bridezilla. That's very odd. I don't believe this for a second as she hasn't been a practicing Sikh for years. It has also taken three months for the bridesmaids to pick a dress that they could all agree to wear, mostly because Rachel kept saying the colours didn't flatter her skin colour. Oh my God. I got progressively more annoyed with her until one day last week I lost my temper, told them all to decide on a dress by the end of next Friday. Rachel proceeded to ignore me and the group chat for an entire week, even though I know she spoke privately to the other girls. Oh no. Yeah. By the end of Friday, I deleted Rachel from the group chat and blocked her number and socials. She got in touch through her brother and acted like she didn't know what was wrong. I told her she was trying to ruin my wedding because she was a sad singleton who didn't want anyone else to be happy. I said she was no longer my bridesmaid or invited to the wedding and we had a big problem if she wanted to remain in our friendship group because I didn't want to see her anymore. She said she hadn't been able to get involved in the wedding talk this past week because her grandmother was ill in hospital and she didn't want the pressures of having to focus on things that didn't matter. I was enraged by this as I knew she was lying. I immediately got her mum's address from another friend and sent a bunch of flowers and a card to their home saying how sorry I was about their grandma. As it turns out, her grandma was in hospital, but it was only because of a sprained ankle. Rachel made it sound like she was on death's door. I was so angry with her for exaggerating, using her poorly grandma as yet another excuse and trying to minimise my wedding by saying it doesn't matter. I know family comes first and I'm glad her grandma is recovering, but she didn't have to ignore my messages all week and make the last few months unbearable with all of her excuses, lack of opinions and fussy demands. I'm not backing down and refuse to have her in my wedding. Am I the arsehole? <laughs> What do you think? Yes and no. I think yes, absolutely, 100%. Really? I think she's being a complete bridezilla. She said at the start that she is working, Rachel works as an A&E nurse during a pandemic. Does she not realise how busy that is? Yeah, she may come up as online on WhatsApp, but you come up as online on WhatsApp when I know that you're on TikTok. 
So, but just because your phone is online. So it's like she she's probably... Yeah, but that still means she's on her phone and yes, can't reply. But she's probably taking a five-minute break doing an A&E. She might be watching a relaxing zen No, I get it. Like, the last know. thing she wants to do is reply to... Yeah. ...about... But I feel like she should have communicated that, but I'm really struggling with work at the moment. I'm really excited about your wedding, but I'm just not going to be able to help plan it. Just tell me when, we're, when, what you want me to do, and I'll do it. Yeah, I understand Instead that. Instead of just ignoring her for a week. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well, but I feel like... But then, yeah, she is also being a little bit psycho. The type of person this woman is painting herself to be mm. makes me feel like if Rachel still sent that message yeah, at the true. start of the week, she, she would have... still be like, well, why hasn't yeah. she made time? That's a good point because she's asking to cut her hair off. That was sending, that's ridiculous. Yeah, sending flowers to make sure that she's not lying. Like, it does seem a little bit full on. I hate bride. I mean, she is an arsehole, let's be real. But, like, yes. at the same time, it's not all her. The other girl still could have done a little bit more. She could have done a little bit more. Yeah. But, like, in comparison yeah, to... Yeah, it's, it's not as bad. Yeah, absolutely. Bloody cutting her out of socials. Yeah, Extreme, especially when you've been friends for fucking years. I think the worst thing she said was after she um, blocked and everything, she was like, if you want to stay in this friendship group, I wouldn't advise it because I don't want you here. Yeah. That's not fair. That's weird. That's getting the other friends involved and saying she can't hang out with them. That's not very nice. Which is not nice. I hate bridezillas, sweet tea. They are, I find them so annoying. Cutting one inch of her hair off. Why? Why does one inch of her hair matter to your precious bridal photographs, you controlling bitch? Well, you heard it here, guys. <laughs> it's just it's just you hear these things and it's just it's so, so stupid. I know. Like, do you know what I found out the other day? The more expensive your wedding is, statistically, you're more likely to be divorced. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So Because you're making, you're wanting it to be, because think about it, a really happy, it makes sense, a really happy couple are just going to want cheap, cheerful, we're getting married, woo, woo, woo. If you're not happy, <laughs> you're not happy. Yeah. You're going to probably put so much more effort, pressure into it because you want it to be the most amazing thing to like make you happier or whatever. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? This is the thing as well about sexism a bit. Where, what? We've now moved up to sexism. No, because it involves wedding. Okay. I've had this conversation with oh, you before. Oh, you're talking before. about walking down the fucking aisle. No, well, that comes into it. Oh, here we um, go. <laughs> I've had conversations with you this before, but not on the podcast. I don't think weddings are equal enough. And yeah. I feel like oh, they should be. Oh, it's the bride's day. That yeah, saying, you hate it. If someone says that saying to me on my wedding day, I'm going to slap someone, Right. The wedding is both of your day. As a couple, you've both paid for it. You've I, both no, set I up. Do You're agree both with it. getting married. I agree with you. I, when it's my wedding, I do not want the ceremony to start with me at the altar. No. I will be having an entrance just as much <laughs> as the woman will. Okay, it's my wedding, and I want to be there. I want it. I want some music no, playing. I, no, I agree. I do agree. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's I ridiculous. do find it odd. But then again, at the same time, women do deserve at least something because we have to go through so much. Yeah, no, that's right. Women, <laughs> you know, they've got periods, they've got childbirth. So why can't we actually have the wedding as our thing? Oh, no, I'm not saying I'm going to steal the spotlight. <laughs> I'm saying that we're both going to have a party to celebrate yeah, no, that's fair enough, our marriage. Man. That's fair enough. You know, As long as it, you're not going to go overboard and be like, oh, I'm going to make it more my day now to make no, a thing. I'm not as long be as you a, make it equal. I'm not going to be a groom Kong to your <laughs> bridezilla. I'm <laughs> Groom Kong. But um I just think yeah, I think they should be I think they should be equal, yeah, no, you are right. Like because also one thing that I found out that was fa that was an old 
engagement tradition that it turns out was conveniently phased out is you know the tradition of a man of the engagement ring mm. that um, the man gets the woman is supposed to be is it three months of his salary? Yeah, I think is so. Is what it should equal in tradition. Well, it turns out the original tradition was it should be three months of the man's salary. And then he gives that engagement to the woman. And then the woman then buys the woman a watch. Buys a watch yep. of the same value, value. Yeah. With, for the man, which how convenient that that has been phased out, out tradition, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, our wedding's going to be amazing. So. Oh, he said, ah. Yeah. But that's what I think. And I think that woman is an arsehole. And I think that this is a good time to <laughs> end, <laughs> end, the the, end the show. So, how have you felt about our tour? Yeah, no, it's been so fun. Been something different. It's been really different. It's been a really beautiful quality quality studio. I thought you said really beautiful weather. I was like, we've had rain, (laughs) we've had wind. It's been on and off, hasn't it? But yeah, um, yeah, it's been a wonderfully, wonderful quality studio. They've been extremely dedicated to making us feel comfortable. They provided us with drinks. Yeah. Everything. So if anyone is in, you know, in the UK, wants this sort of service, audiomango.com. Hit them up please hit them up. It's great. We're going to be sharing them on all of our socials. They're going to be, after these three uh, podcasts, they are still going to be our sponsors for the next few weeks. So we're going to keep plugging them. And Absolutely. We love them. Great. Great customer service. It's been great. And <laughs> we look fantastic. And our podcasts have been filmed these past few And, edi- and well. edited as well. And edited, yeah. So we're going to have video podcasts for you on yep. TikTok, on YouTube, yep. you name it. It's going to be there. So... Thank you so much to Audio Mango for doing this for you, uh, for us. Yeah. They did it for you and they did it for me. Yeah. But uh, I hope you guys at home have all enjoyed the episode. As usual, please check us I out. I feel like the sound quality is probably a lot better in these oh, than anything that we can beat. So come next week, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be like, oh, what's happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, please, yeah, check us out on our website, courtcasepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. On our Instagram, we're at Court Case Podcast. On our Twitter, we're at Court Case Cast. They didn't yep. let me have a longer one. Annoyingly. Annoying. Uh, but no, please check us out Still on Still think that. it should have been Court Case Pod. Court Case Pod? Instead of Court, court Case court Cast. Court Case Cast is alliteration. It sounds better. Mm. But whatever. But anyway. Um, <laughs> if you've got any stories for us, please give us a message on Hit Instagram up, or something. Yeah. If you need any relationship advice, sex advice, anything like that. But... <laughs> As usual, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.